Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs, a show that covers the best action films of all time. I'm your host, Shani B. You can find me on all the socials at it's me, Shani B. And I'm your other host, Cisco from Misfit Minded. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Misfit underscore Minded and my website at MisfitMinded.com. And today we are talking about the 2003 film Ong Bak, the Thai Warrior, starring Tony Jia and directed by Prachia Pink Kyu. I'll go with that. <laughs> Enjoy my that's, best. That's as best as I could have probably said it. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it yet, it's about a young martial artist who must take on the Bangkok underworld to retrieve his village's stolen Buddha head before the Ungbok festival. Um, so I've seen this movie before. Um, so I kind of wanted to get your thoughts before I, I talk about it because, um, yeah, this was your first time. So what did you think? Oh, well, I didn't know this was your first time. For some reason, I thought maybe you had always wanted to check it out. So that's some good clarification for me. Um, I liked it. I thought it was so yeah. creative and inventive and just like right in the same wheelhouse as a lot of those movies of the like late 90s that are just taking really extreme and really fun chances with stunts like mm -hmm. straight out of the gate just from the top of the movie I was sort of like what are the like I was like how real are these stunts about to be to the point where like am I gonna be grossed out for like the wrong reasons yeah. you know um but I feel like I was pleasantly surprised to see that like for the most part it was in good fun or something mm -hmm. and so I had a really good time and yeah it reminded me a lot of uh you know first strike the Jackie Chan movie we watched and yeah. how that was like so sweeping and and large. And so, yeah, I well, I am a fanny bee of this of this movie. Going to have to check the rest of the franchise out. Nice. Um, yeah, I noticed like a little Luke Basson like shout out at one point in the movie, uh, which was so interesting to me because I really thought it had like a Danny Boyle, a Danny Boyle vibe. And to see this like random Luke Besson thing and then do a little research and learn that Luke Besson like is who brought it sort of to Western audiences. What was the shout out? I missed it. What was the shout out? When someone jumps from like a bridge on the bridge in graffiti, which I have to imagine was added later, yeah. it, it says like Luke Basson, we're waiting for you or something. Oh yeah, I missed that. Um, I did not catch that. Yeah, I <laughs> had to do a quick rewind to catch it. I'll see if I can capture it and throw it up on buffs for us. Okay. Um, but yeah, catch, it was it's yeah, you like you could tell that it had this kind of energy, this kind of upbeat thing. That I, of course, always associate with Danny Boyle, but that I guess Luke Besson does also do. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting. Um, I like the quirks of this movie, too. Sort of like the over-the-top acting and mm -hmm. the Serpico t-shirt that the guy was wearing. Like, just <laughs> little details that are so enjoyable and, uh, again, creative. Like, I... I guess with movies like this, you always assume the action will be creative, but you can never know what you're going to get. And the imagination here is so good. So, so good. Yeah, this was like, so we're doing this on the 20th anniversary uh, of the release. Um, so 20 years old now. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, but I do remember like at this time just being like when at the time when I did see it when I was like a kid, um, just kind of being blown away. Like I had not seen anything like like this um mm -hmm. like there's like we said jackie chan um some of the other guys like that were coming out jet lee 
um that were doing their own thing but like this brand of like gritty like muay thai uh, yeah elbows like that were just raining down the entire time flying knees flying mm-hmm. flying kicks like i just like really uh gravitated towards that because and then and then ufc um there's a lot of like muay thai in there too but just not to oh, yeah. this not to this level so it's it kind of like all came at like the same time of like using your knees and elbows as like weapons like because they're the hardest part of your body and oh it my just gosh add, it just and... adds this extra like oomph to all the fights to when he's like finishing people with his elbows or something like um yes and it really highlights the unique timing that he is capturing by sort of like anticipating where the person he's fighting is going to go and like beating him with a knee or a kick or something yeah really really cool yeah exactly like that's the other thing too is like very um but but still capturing the acrobatic stuff that we like know and love um you know like flying through the air with the knees too um, yes. Yeah, like some guy would try to kick him, and he would like climb on top of him, or yeah, you know, walk over like six guys. Yeah, knee him while the guy's trying to get one kick off. So it's just like a different style of fighting. Um, really fun than we're, than we're used to. And like um, the other movie that he had around this time that I remember was called The Protector. It was very similar. Um, I honestly got. I think I got some parts confused, like with because I was like, oh yeah, like this is check this, it out this part, but like. Um, yeah, basically the protector, it's like instead of a Buddha head that's stolen, I, I believe it's like an elephant husk or something, like an elephant. Okay, another meaningful yes. village <laughs> artifact. Yeah. Got it. And, so, and of course, he's the protector and he has to go and get it back and just, um, you know, a whole bunch of action and crazy shit like ensues. Uh, yes, I think it's the same director when I was like looking around to sort of okay. see what kind of collaborations were here. I think they collaborated on that film too. And it does seem like, yeah, there is that common theme of sort of respecting, you know, the Buddha and uh, Thai culture and mm-hmm. how Muay Thai, uh, Muay Thai is also a part of that, which, yeah. yeah, I guess like I didn't expect them to be maybe to hold it up as high, but it's sort of like in Chinese Kung Fu that they're always making sure to highlight the cultural significance there. So it was kind of mm-hmm. cool to be like, yeah, that's right. We've like been to the Ip Man universe. Yeah, and now we slide exactly. over to the Thai warrior. Let's go. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know, like Tony Jaw, he's he's such a like a small and unassuming guy too. like when mm-hmm. you first meet him and but like right away, he's just so lightning fast. And like when they show him like training, like basically shadow boxing, but with like all the Muay Thai moves. Yes. You're like, oh shit, like this guy, like do not want to fuck with this guy. But then like, I, I do like how the, you know, the the heads of the village are basically like, you're not, you're not supposed to use this. Like this, this is just for like protection. We don't like, and so. Yeah, it's culture, s- right? Similar it's to like that lessons. It, yeah, similar to that it man, what you're saying. Like he's a, he's a master. He trains people for it, but he doesn't like go out looking for fights. But then like in the Jackie Chan tradition fights always seem to come to him and he's like on the defensive and like <laughs> they're unavoidable ha- having to beat everyone's ass at one time so. <laughs> it's very true yeah, yeah. both the uh, village heads and also the rule makers at the ufc are like some of these things are off limits because they are too dangerous and i do love i guess like that at least in these movies that's always something they the you know the lead is questioning and the story itself is questioning like this idea of like we don't really want to have this violence, but 
if we're going to have it, we're going to capture it in the most awesome way of all time. And there is something so funny about how like it, he's like a monk and he's preparing to become a monk. But first, he'll have to like cut through a bunch of these dudes in <laughs> to become the monk. Like, it, but you I, do love, see him, I love that. You do see him living by that code throughout the movie. Like, I think they do a good job of like. You know, there's like a gambling subplot in this and like mm -hmm. he's wants no part of it. He like he fights the guy just to get to his money that was bet with. <laughs> he was like, I don't want the yeah, reward stolen. for for beating this guy. I just want my stolen money back. <laughs> yeah, he'd ask villagers who were all like, here's literally we have nothing and I'm going to give you everything to go to the city. Oh, man. I'm like, was such a douche being like, oh, yeah, oh, I got man. your back. I'll take you to Don. And then just being such a shyster. We'll talk about Homelay. Yeah, we'll talk about his cousin. But yeah, there's there. <laughs> he's a he's a, a person, too, that, um, you know, I forgot, like they kind of leave it up in the air. But I do believe he comes back in the sequels. I do remember that. So um, he's not going to he's not officially dead. die. I mean, no. it was. <laughs> I think he was, he was such a he was such a fan favorite, probably like he's the comic relief, you know, like you said, like a shyster, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, he's always uh, got a surprise and we need that. Yeah. And he's like he can he can um take care of himself and like he's like street smart. Yes. Uh, it's just like the best fighter. He can like get around the city and navigate. Uh, I'm not sure about the little girl though, but I do. I just remember that guy's head and that buzz cut and like the fun and the funny <laughs> character. And I'm like, yeah, I think that guy's in at least the second one. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's got charisma, so he should be. Yeah. He he kind of looks like a Buddha himself, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if that's offensive or not, but he kind of has that like <laughs> look to him. Um, with like the blonde, like very short blonde buzz, uh, cut uh and it's it's funny too like we'll talk about with the you know plot holes and stuff like that but like when his stunt double like was was in there the stunt doubles <laughs> across the board here i <laughs> his stunt double like clearly had like slicked back hair like that they had blonde and they tried to like put it yeah, down they as must much not as they have could had... but it's like bruh, he did not want to shave <laughs> yeah, his head yeah. <laughs> but i thought it's that true. was so, it's so funny. surprising I didn't expect there to be so many, I guess, like stunt people. I thought maybe all the actors were stunt performers. So I think that was maybe one of the funniest surprises yeah. to me was being like, oh, my God, there's actual stunt performers in the most terrible wigs you've ever seen. Let's go. They're pretty bad. I did not see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty noticeable and bad. But like, I like what you were saying with like the Danny Boyle comparison, because it does have that like really low budget handheld kind of feel like they're, they're doing this by themselves um so yeah you know tony jaw that's the appeal of this these type of movies like you know tony jaw he's on the poster that he's going to be doing all of his own stunts at least and i don't Got know it. about that's everyone good. else and probably i would assume like a lot of the main cast are like just known actors over there you know and so okay. that's why that's why they need stunt doubles um you know because they're not like action stars that's what i'm assuming at least like uh, totally yeah. totally i mean i guess i'm sure too that like you know the kind of stunts they're they're asking they're the average gnarly. person to do pretty... yeah exactly it's not like they're you'd have to really love it i yes. think um the last things i just wanted to talk about uh the villains i i forgot completely about the villains this movie but they're so, so funny good. and like yes. cartoony and like so 
you got the one guy with the voice box because he's a smoker and so like all, of, right. all of his dialogue is like robotic <laughs> and so it's like he's like doing bets on the fights and he's like 10 million <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Oh my so god. So when he smokes out of the hole at one he point too, out of the hole. straight that up. That was oh. crazy. Um, so that was funny. And then his like right hand man, like his security, this like beefed up, tatted up guy who like roided up guy. Roided also, up. Don't forget. Yeah. And so it's like, and they kind of tease the whole movie, like, this guy's up to something. Like, what's what's the deal with this guy? Like they just show like kind of him in pieces or like Yeah. And then uh towards the end you get you know um, like the the Thai warrior versus him fight twice once because he throws the fight uh with a surprise which was a total surprise I I forgot about that too yeah and so like that was crazy that he like lost but then it's like no he threw it he didn't really lose like we're all all still good and then yeah just showing him taking the roids which like I'm not sure how steroids works but like at one point that's not he has like five syringes and he just goes and it's like Oh, he's like, I'm pretty. Ah! I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Like more needles is more strength. Like I, I don't know. If that's how. It yeah, goes. like because at some point I was like, how's he not gonna die? Right. Like he sh- he might die during this. Mm-hmm. And it's true that was like a very campy, <laughs> interesting detail to be like he because he, the actor who was playing this guy was already doing like a great job he being was. like this guy's a loose cannon. Yeah. So you know, yeah, I'm scared enough. The steroids thing was such an extra thing. I don't think we needed. <laughs> I do like it though, and uh, similar to we, we talked in the Rocky Four episode of like, you know, kind of modern technology versus you know original country. So it's like this this guy from rural background going to this like urban setting and facing off against steroids, which he probably doesn't even know exist, you know, because he yeah. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know what that is. Yeah, he's like some sort of magic potion, yeah. right? For real. So I do, I, I kind of, you know, latched on to that, like meaning within the campiness of it, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, on top of the just the cinematography and the choreography, um, the music in this, it's like, it's very 2000s, but it's just like, God, so we do not get like straight up fight scenes that are just backed by like hip hop, electronic, music anymore like and no. just straight up like playing the full song like minutes of the song and, and yeah i mean these fights are not too shabby and they're, they're like nice and, and they're long takes and so it's like it just i don't know it got it got like uh got me amped up like i was just like damn this music is good this fighting is good i was like i remember yes. why i love this movie and it's like yeah the music is kind of dated but in a way it's like i kind of like that it's like the the look of it, the sound of it, the feel of it, everything is this 2003, you know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. yeah, and it really does capture I think what the story is also after, which is like a kind of frenetic and uh, uh on edge energy. Yeah. Just like how like when we get the most comparable modern thing to this like in the John Wick movies where like the music matches how cool and calm and collected he is while he fights so fast. In these movies, I feel like it's showing you how Tony Jaa is like basically fighting for survival and it's mirrored in the music. Yeah. But, like he just sees these things and then it's like, okay, I have to, you know, climb over these guys or fly through these two glass, glass plates. Like yeah. <laughs> just so many things where <laughs> the music really randomly did help 
And I did read that that was one of the things Luc Besson did was he rescored the movie oh, okay. uh, to put those things in, which, okay, which I like about to do with the raid as well, which was rescored with uh, Mike Shinoda with Lincoln because it had a completely mm. different score originally. Because so music, it's music, really interesting. music does play a big part, I think, in especially for Western audiences, they probably have us in mind, you know, while they're picking up when they do that, using these. Um, you know, that probably wouldn't resonate as much over there. So that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's true. I think about that a lot because, you know, me, I'm out here like looking for those scores and I yeah. want there to be that like wall of sound also telling a story. And that is an interesting thing to think about that, like, this is truly culturally something I'm being exposed to, but <laughs> they've even catered it to me anyway. They're like, yeah, this was ours, but we knew you'd like it better if we put this music on it. So we did. Yeah, it's like, and that's why I, I like it a lot too, because it's, it reminds me of like those, you know, PS2 video games where it's like, as soon as the fight starts, they would have a popular yes. like hip hop song or something. And it's like, that's yep. when you know the fight would start. Um, even in movies too, like there's, I was thinking of, um, Cradle to the Grave, the Jet Li and DMX movie came around around mm. around this time. And like, yes. that's probably the best part of the movie to me is like Jet Li is in a cage match and then like DMX starts playing in the background. You're just like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. He is about to. Yeah, it's a vibe. It's a total yeah. vibe. Yeah. Um, any other uh, questions or plot holes before we move on to like specific sequences for you? I mean, I didn't love how... I guess like I didn't love the story with the gal. She was like kind of random. It felt like she didn't really get to help the, out in terms of the overarching story. The little girl. The one who worked with Humlet. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Like she I was, was around. She was kind of cool. But I, I guess I felt dissatisfied with sort of like the ladies of the story. Because like, you know, the only other gal I can think of is like the poor woman who I think is supposed uh... to be. Like supposed to be someone Humley knows that, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was really made to pay and you know it's used tough. as bait to to get Ting to come and fight. Like, not I don't love I didn't love the ladies in this story, it's, but it's, it's a classic theme, early. It's a thousand. theme that comes up a lot in the show, especially because we cover a lot of older movies. Um, yes, so I, it's, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I do agree with you. Like it was very kind of unsettling how some of the women in here were treated. Like. The, the yeah the one that got the cocaine like smashed in her face like murdered. huge amount yeah that way. like just a fucking pound suffocated with it just basically. like in her face like that was really unset and like base and then uh, there's like many sexual assaults in here like so that was basically that girl was like you yep. know forced upon and then like in the you know when they're in that huge fight arena um yep at the bar uh, one one of the guys like gets you know, our main character to to goad him into fighting, he like grabs a woman and just starts like dry humping her. And it's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, come on, yeah. come over here. And frankly, Ting doesn't do shit until she slaps the woman in the face. Like once the slap, yeah. that's when he's like, okay, there's my line. Yeah, so it, was, like, Dude. it was pretty, and they were like calling him out for it. They're like, you're being a coward right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I don't know what he's waiting for. Like, how is this going to get any worse than it already is yeah like, like we all know that you know that we know that they know you're being goaded just like go anyway because it is unbearable but it's true you know like we're just we have to just acknowledge it and tip our hats to know that like we love these movies and they have great action but you know they were pretty male dominant historically and focused kind of on the the story of the dude here and 
this is another interesting kind of story too because I feel like like a lot of these movies the love interest situation has to take a back seat like there's not even any woman he might be interested in in this story and I guess maybe because he's becoming a monk like is he gonna be celibate I think that's what it is um yeah, honestly, I didn't think this movie needed it. I do agree with you that, like, I was very confused about, like, the little girl character. I'm like, is this just, like, some girl on the street that, like, Homelay, like, found? Like, it's, I don't yeah. think it's, like, his daughter or anything like that. Like, but he's, like, obviously kind of yeah, they caring together. for her in a, in a sense. Like, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I kind of wanted to know a little bit more about her, her to have, like, more of a role because, like, that gambling scene, I will say, was like pretty awesome. Like I love <laughs> yeah. I love gambling like movies and like scenes where they kind of like capture that like exhilaration and then like when you know that they're working together and she's cheating and he has to like yep. hide the cards, like all that stuff I thought was like really clever. Um, even though Humley again being just a dirtbag and like putting her in the situation. <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't love the dub because it kind of sounded like they made her voice sound younger well i didn't watch the english um i didn't watch the fully dubbed version but it sounded like the voiceover even though i was still reading was dubbed like that they picked Mm. a younger sounding woman yeah i kind of know what you mean uh, the voice the voice you know what i mean it like looked like anime yeah like I don't know. Like it was a little girl. whiny. Yeah. I feel so bad saying that. But like, especially at the end, I was like, shit, I know we're all sad about what's just happened. Please. <laughs> no, please. I was OK. That scene, too. I know what you're talking about. But I was kind of like, this guy is like on his deathbed and she's like shaking him super fucking hard. <laughs> like yes, like screaming at him. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, maybe, maybe. Have- yes. Read the room, girl. <laughs> read the room. Bedside manner a little bit. <laughs> like, this could be your last words of with him like oh man all right yeah so let's let's get into some of these uh these details here of what we uh what what sequences stood out to you i guess as like some of the the mvps of the movie oh i mean i think that that chase where he is getting away from the bigger group and kind of encountering groups as he goes and just like running all over any and everything through the streets was just like such a so exhilarating where i was like what next what next and also again like a really good introduction to how maybe we started in a place where it seems a little muted but like we're gonna get to these extremes and so i think it honestly does take its time for the action to start like i was surprised Mm -hmm. because yeah you get his time like in the village and then even when he gets into the city it's like more of a you know yeah he's still investigating like trying to figure yeah, out mystery trying to figure mm-hmm. out stuff and like it's only when he gets to that um fight arena like underground fight scene that like the fights start and so uh hell yeah that first fight is like one of my favorites i, I remember seeing that like in the trailer like just like uh i didn't know it was going to be the first fight but yeah they're all like hyping this guy up like this is the champion there's no fucking way <laughs> yeah. 10 to 1 odds that he's going to take this little dude out and then just one one kick across the chest and he's done. <laughs> yes, and the sound effect of crickets too. Yeah. You know, like a complete understanding of what they're doing when they when they have that scene. So oh, so good. God. And like the humor again of the knives for sale going oh, by during the street well. chase. I had that as well. Like where uh, again, Humley being the comedic, uh, the voice of this movie, where like he he grabs a knife against. And then all these, this group of people being like, oh shit, he's got a knife against us. Maybe we should back off. And then this old lady just comes by like knives for sale. <laughs> wee, 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 wee. Here's my little cart. 
Oh, sounding like <laughs> Billy from Saw with the tricycle just coming by. <laughs> Rolling through. Uh, yeah, like so smart, so silly. Oh, God. Just a, another great uh, little clue that like this movie is not just about the action. It, it Sure, it really get, can get lost in it, but in a good way. And it still remembers the mission. And yeah, there's a storytelling in that, right? Like we can't just go on a chase for 15 minutes straight. We do need there to be holding periods and done so well in that first chase for sure and i think it's always um, a good reminder to have someone that's not a professional because then it like makes you realize just how amazing tony ja is that he's doing all this shit so like in that scene in particular where they're running away he's doing flips over stuff and then humley would like try and do a flip after him and, yes. and i'm like that's how i would look if i tried to do any of this shit <laughs> like Yes. Honestly, Homeland yes. wasn't doing that bad of a job. Like he was doing okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, consider yeah. right considering the differences, and it's true. It's almost meta in yeah. that way. Um, I I, I kind of had that similar reaction in in the new Mission Impossible, where like Haley Atwell, she's not an IMF agent. She's just a pickpocket. So like Ethan Hunt's like drive the car. She's like, what? I don't fucking do this. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, how? Where? <laughs> what? <laughs> I always love that. I just love that dynamic. I think it's always a winning formula in action movies. Uh, um, it's true. It it makes sure to keep the comedy there so that, again, like we can be doing all of this intense stuff, but still find a grounding in the humor. Yeah, we, I talked about the gambling scene and how that was shot. You know, again, like, you know, Rounders, that's a 90s one. So, like, kind of capturing that. Yeah, we we're one. all obsessed with gambling at the time, I guess. Poker, uh, still and, and, forever. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven and was around that time probably too. So it was a big deal. Um, and just yeah, like Homelay just has a fucking gambling problem, dude. Like he just cannot help himself. No, <laughs> he owes no, everybody I mean, money. Those... Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, it's one of those things where like they're making their own way in a city, and I think in some sense they kind of. That's kind of what Humley's trying to say and like why he ha when Ting comes with a letter from his dad, yeah. maybe he's still resistant because he doesn't want to have to like maybe admit and accept that like in order to have the freedom of living in the city, he has to live this way. Mm. And yeah, like that's definitely a much deeper read than we are shown on screen, but <laughs> yeah, pretty, <laughs> um, pretty thin on that plot, but <laughs> I was yeah, expecting like, I him to come at the too. end, like, but maybe they didn't know that he was still going to be alive, but. I definitely was expecting him to come back at the end and like reunite with his dad. I was waiting for that scene and it never came. <laughs> it did not. I was going to say, yeah, the end was like a little bit kind of too quick for me yeah. too, where like an amazing final sequence, like in the cave, just sort of sweeping through the whole last chapter there. But then just sort of like a really far establishing shot. It almost is what felt like they ran out of money, to be honest, if I had to. <laughs> probably did oh to, that's what sucks. Yeah, mm -hmm. i had to put a reason to it i mean okay that parkour chase um just wanted a couple more i mean that that chase is amazing like just so many great stunts in that one sequence this was probably Epic. also like one of the first times i'd seen parkour even though i didn't have like a name for it at the time because like yeah. it really started getting popular around like 2005 six i want to say in america and this is well, like sort of like a couple years before that yeah the yeah, these guys, I feel like in all the Kung Fu movies had been sort of experimenting with a version of parkour. They yeah. just like were doing it with the hijinks by being like, oh, here I am, like tight roping this bar mm -hmm. versus like in this movie, they begin to embrace like I am making the bar, uh, you know, like my I am mastering the bar as I tiptoe <laughs> across it. 
And there's something pretty cool about how you're right that like before we know what parkour is, it's already a part of how they tell the story with through fight. Yeah, I, I think Tony John in particular, though, too, like I, I again, I, I there's a lot of scenes I remember from the protector more than this one. I think I might have just watched that more. See that. Um, but there's like a very intense um, like car garage parkour scene in that one. That's like incredible. Like that's what I was. Wow. That's what I was kind of like wondering if this was going to have that. But this one does have like that. The parkour scene in this one is still really cool. Um, just Sweet. not like on the the scale. I guess like they might have had a bigger budget probably with that one. If I had to assume. Yeah. Once this became like a hit. Um, but yeah, in that parkour scene, he does like double barrel roll flips, dives through circular barbed wire, does, <laughs> yes. does a somersault between two mirrors, like two thinly you know matched yep. mirrors. Flips mm -hmm. onto a table into the splits, and then he backspins and takes out like bad guys with his leg, like with his kicks while doing that. Yes. Like, and that's like all within like two minutes. And they, you know, a lot of times they'll like replay like the certain jumps or whatever from different angles and stuff. Like, it's classic like, early like 2000s. Really appreciate what he just did. So, yeah. Listen, yeah, you can't miss this shit. It was, it took hours to set up and yeah. <laughs> it's very valuable. Um, and then oh yeah and doing a splits uh under the truck a split slide under the truck um yes yes just all this inspiring fast franchise the fast franchise for sure for years to come yeah so that i just really wanted to because that's like probably like the middle action sequence and that like really um really impressive still um 20 years later um and then of course uh you get like the you know underground fight club uh, so you had the the one the, yeah those are cool the one kick knockout that guy's name was Pearl Harbor which I thought was really funny. early two thousands I guess too <laughs> yes um, the subtlety <laughs> wow um but then he also fights this guy with a horrible fro like what we were talking about uh, yes exactly like what the everybody all, yeah all those villainous style characters are very cartoonish um who like kicks him while he's like in the crowd and then uh and then there's this guy mad dog who's just constantly throwing shit at him it was just like every prop we have yeah, on the this bar. we are gonna throw at tony ja and like to his credit he's like yeah blocking it with his elbows and uh that's right the knees yeah with the mm -hmm. knees um so that stuff is incredible um and then yeah ultimately i could say like the third act fight is the k fight um you know where it's just bananas versus Ugh. the tatted up guy uh i i, I don't want to mention the the fight that he threw because that doesn't really count to me that's that was you know unfair yeah, fight. yeah yeah uh but i do like the the main villain is like hey you know the, the last fight he threw it so like <laughs> yeah, you gotta so bring your yeah. you gotta bring your Be shit careful. Now. um and so and there's just so many like epic you know flips kicks elbows oh man uh in yeah, that the, final fight the... Yep, yep. There's like a bunch of machetes at one point. There's uh, a big one of those big like table saw things, like you yep. know, uh, flimsy Flexible style saws, saws that yeah. he's just getting like all sawed with. Yeah, just like again, the the he blocks it with his like, elbows I've... too. It's like, bro, you're not blocking a steel saw. With your elbow. No, with the most jagged edge. Yeah, yeah. They literally anywhere they're at, they're like whatever is in this room, we could pick up and fight with. Yeah. And I see that reflected in the John Wick franchise. Mm -hmm. You know, like that kind of creativity. 
that goes really well with the idea that like we're just defending ourselves yeah right like i didn't come here to get in a fight with you which is why right now this saw is the weapon that's being used because it was just at the place we got in the fight you yeah, know he, that again he's not he's a monk he doesn't want to kill so even with the sword fight it's not he doesn't he's not john wicking beheading guys like he's defensively no. you know sparring and then he like throws it past one guy but he doesn't kill him you know it's just like nope. it's all defensive um there's also i can't i don't know what those things are called either but like kind of those police you know oh yeah like the baton stick yeah, baton things stick with the arms go across your forearm and he's like fighting with the like which is like a perfect awesome. weapon for him honestly because that's how he was fighting the entire movie anyway like with the <laughs> forearms it's true he elbows. finally found yeah <laughs> Oh, it was perfect. But um, and then, yeah, the giant Buddha head taking out the big bad, you know, so perfect. Um, perfect karma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, that was all. Yeah, those are all those, the main sequences I had. So any any ones you that we missed? No, no, those are the ones I liked the most. And I think, you know, this is like all the movies we watch. Every sequence here has something of merit, belongs in this film. And that that's the best. The, yeah. It's so great when there isn't anything wasted. And even though sometimes it was like kind of gratuitous just because it's like, we're not going to miss any of this. Yeah. I think it was earned. Yeah. Okay. I guess we could move on then for, you know, our best stunts. You know, we went through all of the sequences. What were the, what were the stunts that impressed you the most out of the movie? Honestly, the stunts of him crawling over people. Oh, when he was just yeah. running over people yeah. and like tiptoeing on their shoulders. Like leapfrog, I was just like, leapfrogging. Yeah. yeah holy <laughs> smokes. It just, it looks so cool. And also it looks really effortless and I wasn't sure how they did it. So I think that stunt stood out to me the most. Uh, whenever he jumped over anything, I was like, is he just doing that? And actually, <laughs> you know, like, like, is there a wire? Actually like, kicking guys, like when they do the slow-mos, like it's, you can see the dust coming off of people and like the, <laughs> And like people falling and stuff, like are actually falling. Like it's pretty, so good. pretty intense. So, um, what about yeah. you? Um, uh, mine is, um, and I just watched like a behind the scenes clip. Um, I'll post on our page if I can find it again. Let's um, go. but it's the fire kick, it's like something out of Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat <laughs> or something. Yes, he gets gasoline on his feet. And there's an explosion, his feet go on fire, and how does he put it out? Straight up with a guy's flips, face. Flips in the air, <laughs> kicks a guy in the face, and then jumps in a bucket of water after that. <laughs> to a thug's, so to a awesome. thug's face. That's how you put it out. And then uh yeah, and the behind the scenes they they just that's basically um, you know, how they set up the shot. They're like lit feet on fire, action, he does the flip, and then goes in the water and then they cut and it's like and that's how they were doing the takes like it was so it was pretty it was pretty awesome to see that like behind the scenes um look at it like again these guys are actually on fire flipping in the air <laughs> like it's pretty yeah, fucking right. intense um oh, it's amazing what about kills what was your favorite kill of this movie i got i got i one. mean i guess <laughs> I was going to say, I get, I thought it was a kill, but then I don't, it like didn't happen right away. Like I thought he killed the roided out guy at the end when he like gave him a big elbow yeah. on the top of his head and like blood exploded. Yeah. But then that guy did wake up. So I was yeah. like, oh, right. I guess he's like a nice guy. He can't like really kill anyone. <laughs> uh, but that, but like when that happened, I was like, oh, that's definitely my kill. <laughs> well, yeah. Mine's pretty much, um, so yeah. mine's pretty much the back to back. Like, so that was, again, yeah, with you, if that was the final thing, that would have been my favorite kill too, where it's like, 
again the sound effects you hear the gushing like like just straight up yes. and then you could see the blood splatter and you're like oh yeah this guy's fucking dead but he you know he took five steroids so you know he can't that's right <laughs> so that's correct. movie logic yeah. he comes back to life with like a red eye this time like bloodshot eye um and then uh what does tony jaw do in response but um you know jump from 10 15 feet doing a fucking double knee pile driver through like two stories <laughs> so good <laughs> through the floorboard and that guy is done so like i don't see how that guy is uh living after that so yeah not after that one right it's sort of like so he tried to not kill you by like destroying your skull but leaving you alive you gave him no choice he had to take you out <laughs> and the way he did it too was like it was kind of funny because it was like a swimming pool dive like he straight up dived yes put his and then like had his hands lift his feet behind him and just straight up down like what should be what an the, olympic <laughs> uh sport it's a 10 out of 10 <laughs> for me for sure 10 out of 10 yes yeah 10 execution 10 trick no doubt about it absolutely <laughs> oh man oh yeah that's 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 uh that's all i had do you have anything else I think that's it. No, no. Yeah, this was a good one. I'm, you know, thanks for suggesting it. I'm glad on an anniversary I could catch it and, yeah. you know, clear this blind spot. Uh, this was an interesting one. There's always, man, there's still so much to discover in action. And I love it so much. I'm, I'm just glad you liked it. That's always when it's our first time watches. I always hope we like it. So I'm glad you liked it. I will say um, Protector has a sequel and then Ungbok has like two sequels. They're not as good, don't like, unfortunately, but. Like still solid in the way that you know these action guys are still in there um and they're still probably better than like you know they tried bringing tony john like american movies so he's in like a mark Wahlberg one that was really terrible and then there he was in the fast and we'll he was a fast out. and furious one that was like you know they just complete they just americans do not know how to edit these type of fights and it's just really it's sad it's a different kind of filmmaking it's mm -hmm. just really sad and it's like such a waste because it's like so many even like the guys from the raid are in some american fight movie and it's just like the difference is like ha huh, you just fuck why would you even book these guys if you weren't yeah gonna let well, them have of final course, cut? Like, didn't you watch their work yeah. come on yeah it really is a little disappointing because they are so talented but, you know, that's what I love about John Wick, right? And, and Stahelski and those guys is that, like, they know how to capture it. So oh, yeah. I think if if there was going to be another wave, and they're bringing which I'd these guys totally in there, for, like Donnie Yen it'd be good. and, you know, Scott yep. Atkins, and they, they know, like, how to, they because they came from action. So um, I think that does make, like, a huge difference in, in these. But, um, yeah, I mean, for Tony Ja, this is, I would start here and then move on to Protector. And those are, like, to me, like, his two great, offer action offerings like you can't go wrong with it they're just so gnarly solid yeah solid knees and elbows uh, <laughs> yes yes gotta love it gotta love it awesome all right cool well i i think that wraps it up for us unless there's anything else you want to add um just that my chest hurts after watching some of these these kicks but uh yeah i think we're good it's true <laughs> the transference is real because you know he's coming hard yeah. <laughs> um, yes awesome all right cool well that wraps it up for us yeah. let's remind the people where they can find us yeah get your fix and follow the show at we stay buff on instagram youtube facebook and twitch um follow me on twitter at rampage underscore misfit and my movie pages at misfit underscore minded on facebook instagram youtube and tiktok and my website at misfitminded.com 
Yes. Take us for a ride and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. And you can follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at It's Me, Shani B. All right. Thank you for watching. Thanks for listening. Hope to catch you next time on another edition of Movie Buffs. Stay buff. Stay buff. Action. Pop, 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 album. <laughs>